When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit ChildAndFamilyResourceNetwork.org today. Hello, and welcome to episode 62 of Podarooney. I had a wonderful reaction to last week's, the Ralph Roll one, and that was great. I'm standing here with my dog, and she's looking out across at some cattle who are staring back. It was kind of a standoff. I probably think they're wondering, is that a tiny cow? And uh, I have to say, cows... No, it's not. It's a dog. You f- you bloody idiots. Um, uh, in the last week, I've discovered a really, really good podcast called uh, Song Exploder. And I uh, would highly recommend it. And I've discovered some great music. So uh, once you listen to this one first, then listen to the other one. This podcast, of course, is better than Song Exploder. And it's sponsored by Jack Cody's Beer. Jack Cody's makes some wonderful beer brewed in the lovely town of Drada. Or Drada. D-R-A-W-D-A, as I like to pronounce it. But it's pronounced Drogheda if you are a posh person. That's D-R-O-G-H-E-D-A. And uh, there's, you can go online and find Jack Cody's beer. There's a wonderful range. Smiggy is my favourite. Or Doxy. There's also Hibernicus and Lazy Eye if you actually want to have a Lazy Eye. Because it's very strong. Oh, look, there's a swan just going by here. And my silly dog is... Well, I say, just kind of foolishly, foolishly looking like he wants to take on the swan. She wants to take on the swan. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Stay away from the swan. A swan can break your arm, can't it? Well, in this uh, episode of Potteroonie, I, um, uh, uh, I am interviewing Kevin McGarren from the Republic of Telly. And Carl Spain, who's also working on the Republic of Telly at the moment. And we did this recording in Galway in front of a live audience in the King's Head on the Saturday afternoon during the uh, Vodafone Comedy Carnival. And it was a paid-in gig, and uh, all the money, thank you to the people who paid in, because all your money is going to the My Lovely Horse Rescue Charity, which is a charity that uh, rescues horses and dogs and donkeys uh, who are are abandoned in from urban, particularly urban areas, inner city areas where uh, uh, sometimes dogs and horses. I've just stood in the fucking cow shit, fucking fuck you cows, who have been uh, 
I love you really, cows. Yeah, uh, Horses and cows, uh, not cows, obviously. <laughs> horses who've been uh, rescued from uh, urban areas where they've been kept in cramped or, or and conditions or neglected. Uh, and uh, they keep them in, in a sanctuary, uh, a couple of places. And I've been to visit one of them. And Cathy Davy is involved heavily in the charity. I think she may have started the charity. Uh, and uh, they're, they're lovely to see all the donkeys nice and happy. Uh, sitting around in the fields and uh, hee-hawing as a donkey will. So uh, thanks again to Carl and Kevin for doing the um, podcast and taking the time out to do it. And thanks to the audience for paying in and I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you enjoy listening back to it. Yeah! Well, in the last week, I've uh, been down in Sligo doing a gig, a lovely gig in the Model Theatre. And I would love to see maybe a monthly gig down there. And I've thought, talked to them about pa- perhaps doing that uh, comedy gig because they, they, they're starved of comedy down in Sligo. There used to be a regular gig in the Model on a monthly basis. And that um, hasn't been happening for a long time. Then I was up in Dungannon at a crazy gig out in a place called Lulu's Bar um, in Dungannon, up in Northern Ireland or uh, outside Europe, if you want to put it that way. Um, And uh, came back down and uh, on Sunday afternoon I went to uh, the uh, Fash Vintage clothes fashion show it was part of the burlesque festival which was on in 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 house on Leeson Street and the Sugar Club and that was brilliant really good lovely clothes had some afternoon tea uh, with a little bit a hint of bourbon I got slightly drunk on Sunday well, Sunday afternoon, that was after I'd checked into a hotel. And while I was checking into a hotel room, I parked my car outside, which you one would do. And there wasn't a parking bay. I left it on WL line, I will say that. But I was just checking in. And you know what happened. Yes, I was clamped on a Sunday afternoon. No traffic on the road. What could I say? I'm on double yellow line, but still, I was just checking into the hotel, and I was so... It was one of those angry... It was the most frustrating thing that can happen, isn't it? Being clamped, but it's just... Your heart sinks. It's got 80... 80 euro. Just like that. Just taking out of your... And there's nothing you can do, can you? There's nothing you can do. And there was an, old, an, an elderly lady who'd been clamped as well, and she'd just been in a mass... Um, she just parked outside the church and went to Mass and then she was clamped and so really it was a strange situation because I was angry but she was upset so I didn't want to get too angry because I didn't want to upset her anymore and uh, it's a very strange situation isn't it Isn't it? The, I mean, you, can't, you know the anger is pointless because you're probably angry at two uh, two fellas in the van were probably I suppose they got a job to do don't they there's no one you can really be angry at, except the gods, the gods of clamping or the gods of parking. Perhaps you should have sacrificed more towards the dogs of clamp. The dogs? The dogs just passing. The gods of clamping. Well, uh, less of this. Listen to that. Can you hear that? Just tons of birds 
flying out from the woods here, oh, just the other side of the mine, just in Slane, you know, in the Slane Castle and all that. Wow! It's amazing. I hope you can hear that. Because it's, uh, it's kind of gothic and weird and autumnal and beautiful as well. Absolutely. Well, uh, hey, okay, I'm going to let you, I'll, I'll, I might as well let you listen to this. And uh, yeah, Song Exploder is a good one too, if you want to listen to that. I've discovered a couple of new bands and I'll talk to you about that afterwards. Let, here, 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 go on, here, go on, listen to Kevin McGarren and Carl Spain. See you later. <laughs> How are you? How's Good. Practice? Now, I, uh, I remember years ago, it uh, was one of your first gigs in the Laughter Lounge that I was the compare. <laughs> and you introduced me as a big act because you forgot my name. Yeah. And you, and you introduced me as Mark Spain, which is actually my brother's name. It was Mark Spain. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, it's a terrible thing to do, isn't it? it was, and you have you ever you've never forgiven me, really? You no, remind no, no. me of it quite often. Well, you'd remind me today. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah, you did. That was yeah. That was been one of my first weekends. Yeah, doing a proper weekend. Yeah, and it was just that thing of I'm walking up and he go, "Is um a big act?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah Tony Law was on as well that weekend yeah I yeah yeah I remembered his name yeah uh, <laughs> yeah so uh, you're from Limerick yeah I am correct and uh, you, you... you're not joking about the no plan are you <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking I've oh, done loads of research that's a clever ruse uh, uh, yeah as you can tell he's from Limerick which is amazing yeah uh, I also researched that fellow over there he's from Leitrim uh, oh. yeah Manor Hamilton uh, no <laughs> Near Carrigan Channel, oh. apparently. But uh, I, uh, so what did you do before you started doing comedy? Um, I was a mature student doing TV production in Colosh de Dulig in yeah. Dublin. And uh, while I wanted to do comedy, when I was 18, I saw Billy Connolly with my then girlfriend and I said, mm-hmm. I'd love to do that. Which right. to her was like me watching, listening to Jimi Hendrix record and going, Do you know, I might take up the guitar. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it was that kind of, what do you. Like, what are you even thinking of doing that? That's the worst thing about really good comedians. They make it look really easy. Yeah. You think, that's fucking really easy. I never laughed so much in my life before since with the Billy Connolly gig that time. And it was, Mm. I was 18, 28 when I first got on stage. Mm. And it was, the next gig I saw was Sean Hughes. And Sean was brilliant, but he had a gag. I always remember he had a gag, uh, which was, I don't um, smoke behind the bike sheds. I cycle behind the tobacconists. (laughs) <laughs> and I went that's me that's, that's my kind, kind of, of brain that kind of reversed the switch play on words whatever it was I don't mm. know analyse jokes I went, and that was kind of thing that me oh there are people you know that I can relate to that do this and whatever like that mm-hmm. I wouldn't think I'm like Sean and that's it but I think um, no uh, but I know yeah you play on just, words so, and it's, ideas it's sometimes yeah. you'd watch like whose line is in any way would be on TV and I'd try and guess what they're thinking and uh, sometimes I'd get similar ideas and I go, oh, I think like them. I think like a media. I just get so excited by it. Yeah. But I, genuinely, I think if I could think, you know, be thinking like training the brain for comedy and stuff like that. But I did TV production in college and because I'm lazy, 
the least work you had to do was if you presented the show. Yeah. You know, as it, it's still evidence on things like Republic yeah. Italy. Um, <laughs> and this podcast. <laughs> but it was, um, if you did, if you, if you, if like, so it would be a whole, like everyone, like all students, we all agree, like, oh, if you do your camera one, your camera two, your director, your script, mm. all the floor manager, blah, blah, blah. But if you agreed to present the show, all mm. you have to do is show up and present the show and you've got the same mark as everyone who did all the work. Mm. So they'd say, oh, who wants to present? And no one wanted to present. I go, oh, I present. So it kind of grew in confidence. I used to be, I mean, back then in that laughter, I used to be terrified getting on stage. Oh, were you really? Oh, I used to be really bad, really bad, terrified. It never showed. But the release when I got off, I, I mm. can only imagine heroin being like that. Just mm. the joy once the gig mm. went okay. Mm. Just, uh, But I used to be terrified. I couldn't deal with heckles. Um, now I'm very interactive I'll chat to people on shows but in those days I just went on did my jokes and like I still try, I would still do it with my brain I look like I'm looking in the audience but I pick a spot between people because if you if you you know so you I don't look, look at people's faces I, unless I'm talking to them now but yeah. I, if when I'm out if I'm doing a routine I'm looking and you, know, you all think oh he's looking at me now he's looking at me now he's looking at me I pick a spot between or just over someone's shoulder because it freaks me out a little bit if I look at someone and they're not enjoying themselves. Oh, so I don't. Yeah, I, know that I don't want to rest on someone's face and they're kind of gone. <laughs> and you could even like it's, it's happened when you could be having the best gig of your life and you just see someone and they're not. They're distracted or something. And but that's uh, pretty much. There's one of them in every audience. It, oh, and yeah, but every comedian is looking for. And that that's person the person you keep looking yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I did. I yeah. learned a lesson. The, uh, the first. One of the first heckles, well, the first heckle I responded to was I had a routine about being stopped by the police. And I, I, I used to open with a line about being single. I've been single now for three, three or four stone. And um, <laughs> that was one of my opening gags. So then I did a thing about being stopped by the police. And the guy goes, did you shag him? And it just... Did you shag him? Did you sh- what a heckle. What does yeah. that even mean? And yeah, um, yeah. I was just so taken. But I said you have to deal with this. Mm. And it took me a couple of minutes. It really, it was just that thing of, well, about a minute, but it was like, and eventually I came up with the line of, well, you know, everybody does get sex. Even the most stupid, unattractive, ignorant person would get sex. An example of this would be your parents, right? Which, <laughs> as a response, was good. And in the Very moment, good. like to come up with it, not having prepared it, the audience, not just, they were like, <laughs> and I felt, I came off, the gig went fine. It was like a fine gig, but I came off and felt like a god. I thought that. I've broken through a new ceiling. Yeah. But it was, this was in the laughter, a different weekend in the laughter lounge. And I went down the next night and at the same point I went, what did you say? No one had said anything. All right, you were and just I, waiting for the heckle. And I did the same heckle put did down you? and the audience went, what? <laughs> What's he talking about? And I realised you have to wait. It has you to. have to be in the moment. It can't be just this thing of, what did... You know, and and yeah. I, I always find that so, like, some comics do it. And then, oh, don't heckle me. I was heckled one time and I said, he said this. And I, you, know, you have to wait mm. for them. You know, and heckles are a little bit of a myth. I don't, they don't happen that much. No, they all. don't happen Proper heckles. Much. You get annoying people shouting stuff out. You know. Like if you know someone, like we said, oh, you're from Melbourne. Someone else going, Australia's mad. You know, okay, yeah, thank you. You know, just random stuff mm. related to something someone's talked about. Yeah, and if a heckle's really funny, it's funny. It's not like... Oh, I love uh, them. There was one in Port Leash where a guy, I did a joke about saying, I wear prosthetics because I'm too attractive. 
So I put on prosthetics so that women will be able to listen to my jokes and get, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that women and gay men won't be distracted by my beauty. And a guy shout up, you're wearing a bigger fat suit than last time you were here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. everyone laughs at me. I'm amazed that you did have the, that fear because the first, I'd say the first five years didn't stand up. I had that uh, before every gig, I would be going, you don't actually have to go. Uh, in my head, I'm going, you don't have to go on stage. You can just go home and watch yeah, TV. Yeah, you don't have to go on. <laughs> there were times yeah, I, I remember yeah. looking at the door. Yeah. You know, literally, like, let's say I'm waiting, to, you know, it could be going on, and I'd literally just stare at the empty door going, you know, thinking I could, like, as if I'm reminding myself there is a, there's a, there's an exit there strategy is an here. Yeah. There's an exit strategy. You can make a run for it. Yeah. You know, there were, but not now, li- uh, now literally the complete opposite. I, I could be, I've said it to people, I could be sitting having a coffee in a coffee shop and if someone just tapped me on the shoulder and said, through that door there's a room with 400 people, would you just do a kick? Yeah, just walk do. through and I'm on. Yeah. No prep, no nothing. And it doesn't bother me, doesn't, you know, and I, no problem with it. it yeah, it, no. It's complete, and it's different. It, it, it comes with time and it's that thing of people going, I don't know how you get up and say, it's like doing it 16 years now, you, you get used to it. Yeah, and, and I think a good, a really good, bad, but these people can um, do it like. But, uh, <laughs> But a really bad death, in my opinion, a death on stage uh, really helps you because you'll never have, if you've got mm. a really bad one, no matter what gig you're doing, then you go, it's not as bad as that one. Yeah. The yeah, one yeah. where it's just. I've had a, the, 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 two years ago, I had a, a, the whole, like, it, it just seemed to be a case of every gig I had was good. Mm-hmm. Every gig, I was just going from gig to gig, and it just, it's that thing of once you're established, you avoid the gigs that will be horrible, you know. Mm hmm. Oh, will you come to a gig? You know, but it's the worst thing when you're starting yeah. out and you're you, you just have, say yes to you're, everything. You're, you're doing the shittiest gigs with the least material, so the, it's the, really hard. The first gig I turned down because yeah. I had a rule when I started: yeah. I'm not tur- if I'm off, I'll do the gig, whatever it is, yeah, whatever it is. And the first gig I turned down, a woman rang my house and said, "I've been trying to get you for ages." And I was like, well, you know, my father's number's in the phone book. Like, you know, they used <laughs> yeah. the number you've rang. Yeah. And she goes, will you come out to Tulla? She's a pub in Tulla, County Clare. Would I come out and just tell jokes to her locals for the night? And I went, like a gig? No, just go around and tell them jokes. <laughs> right? Holy shit. And I went, for, for what do you mean? Like for four hours. <laughs> and I went, like, and what? She, said, she really offered me 20 quid, sandwiches and a few drinks. And I went, like, I didn't drive at the time. So I was there going, my father, I'd have to get my father to drive me out there. And <laughs> so you actually thought about it? No, I'm in my head going, <clears throat> I'd have to get my father and I'd have to give him at least 20 quid. Yeah. So, and I don't drink. So I was there going, I would literally be working for food. Yeah. Wandering around the pub in Tala. And she said, oh, I thought it'd be a nice thing that that's what you do. And I was just like, that's the other thing about what people perceive what you yeah. do is. Like, you know? They always want you to do loads of time. You do four hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't want to see me. I don't have hours. four hours. We'll just do yeah. another fella's joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or a bit of magic. Yeah. So do you do you sit down and write jokes now? Because the stuff you do is kind of worked out wordplay, right? Kind of. I, I do now. Kind of, I do now. But I write yeah. for and you write for Al Porter. Other, right? Yeah, I write for other people as or well. Other people. Yeah, as well. and TV and different things. So mm. there's um. So, so there is a thing of I'll go through the papers and find a story or see mm. something and you go, oh, there's a mm. joke there. There's a mm. joke there. Or you try and anticipate what will be the, 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 the story of the week and try and work out the jokes and, and you'll have something nagging you in your head going, oh, that's, there's a joke. You know, you go, there's a joke there and then it comes. It's just, mm-hmm. it's, that's the great moment of just, oh. And it's funny that you could be watching, 
you know, television or something, or just sitting there, and you go, oh, and you go, ah, I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> right. And when you're writing for, let's say, Al, are you writing different kind of material than you could use? Sometimes, yeah. Oh. There was a line I came up with. I was on stage, and one night, just I was hosting a gig, and I, there was a girl in the audience, and I walked on and went, oh, my God, I can't believe you're here. I just picked her out at random and went, mm. oh, I offered this girl the chance to have sex with me before the show, and she blew it. <laughs> and as soon as I said it, I went, that's going to be Al's. That's for Al. It's better. It's an Al joke. Yeah. And I said it to him. I said, oh, I've got a joke for you. And he was like, oh, that's mine. I went, I know Al. <laughs> yeah. Like last night, he finished on a song. He finished on a Neil Diamond song. If you don't know, Al is gay. So I, than Al. And, uh, the, the, and if, you, if, if you don't know that, you have never seen him. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He finished on a Neil Diamond song and I came back on and said, that's how he chats, up, that's how he chats his men up. He goes, Neil Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> and he went, I'm having that. Like, came back on. <laughs> so but there's a bit of that and there's a bit of thing you think, oh, that'll work for someone. But I used to, it started with something like, let's say, I don't, I don't remember if I've ever done it for you, but I'd see, um, let's say I was watching you some night and i go, oh, do you know that thing you do about that thing? Mm. Would you ever think of saying that? And... You know, sometimes people go, oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I, I, was, I, I was always thinking like that, um, watching people. I'd try and anticipate the joke. That's what, you know. Right. So someone goes, oh, I was, I don't know, I can't, I can't, I can't think of a joke now. But mm. I have an example. But, you know, I was in a petrol station the other day and I spoke to the guy behind the counter and people would be going, oh, I'm going, why is it the petrol station? It has to be something to do with the joke. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That, and, ahead, be, right, I, so. and that's it then. I'm going, right, why is blah, blah, blah. Mm. And, um, I remember, I remember being on the bus once to Galway and a fellow said, uh, I was on the phone to a friend and he said, oh, write a joke about the bus as he was hanging up. Mm. And the joke I came up with, I was actually sitting next to, truth, I was sitting next to a nun and the guy the, the, on the bus and the guy, um, the guy in front of me had a pornography magazine, had Playboy or something mm. beside it. But I said, oh, the guy in front had, had it open. And... Um, he was looking through it and I was getting a bit of, kind of worried that the nun would kick off so I just tapped him on the shoulder and said, look, would you keep your eyes on the road? <laughs> <laughs> so that was a joke I came up with and it was just that thing of, it's a pull back and reveal, you know, simple joke but it was yeah. just that thing of put under pressure, write a gag and it's, you know, That's you cool. come up with the gag in the moment but it's just that thing of taking the elements around you. And, and it's a reveal. You know, but it's yeah. a reveal. It's, a, I mean, mm. it's a simple, there's a formula to those yeah, you know, for, you know this, but I'm telling yeah. people, um, civilians. Well, um, you, you, no, but when you think you're somewhere, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's the, the, yeah. Just, I, I, the, I get, I, I, once I get into, into my head, I can't stop. <laughs> then, yeah, you know, like, you know, the pullbacks and reveals. Okay, and uh, you, I don't know. Do you want to talk? But recently, you're on uh, Operation Transformation, and uh, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you were hypnotized, no, but. Uh, uh, like, how did you find going on that? Because I would find that's pretty brave to go on something like that. And it, it's that thing of it, the, the brave, oh, you're brave and courage. You know, it's not. It's like it's just. It's it's it is. You're putting yourself out there a bit. Um, I wasn't bothered. There was I was there was a there was a picture. Um, the first one of the first days of filming. I'm there. I lost two stone on this show. If you don't know, if you're from Melbourne or somewhere else, right? But uh, yeah, no, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then people go, but, you, you, but he doesn't drink. Oh, Jesus, how did he lose it? I know. <laughs> <laughs> to give up oh, did he just, other things than how drink. Did you, how could you stop? How could you? He but started it, smoking. The first, the, one of the first days <laughs> was um, the brought us swimming. 
Yeah. So I'm doing exercises in a pool. Yes. So I'm in a pair of swimming togs. And I saw the footage and went, Jesus, I was massive. And then there was the thing, how did I not, how did I not know I was that big? Mm-hmm. And it was almost that thing of, I look in the mirror every morning, brushing my teeth or you know, fixing your hair. And it was just that thing of not, I had kind of blocked it out. It was that big. Mm-hmm. But once I started, I'd say it was two days in and I started feeling way better. It's all about mm-hmm. what you eat. It's never, um, you can't, I, I used to go on, mad exercise of things I'd be going out you know in the afternoon I'd go for an hour's walk and mm. then I'd in the evening I'd go out for another hour's walk I used to get annoyed that there wasn't enough podcasts out there to listen to right right you know I'd literally be going oh if there was only more podcasts I'd yeah. get more exercise done yeah so thanks Joe you've been a big help <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll make this a long one then yeah but it's, um, um, it's, it's the food was the but was you know what's really yeah because if you get one of those exercise bikes that tells you what you're cycling off like they tell you it's an egg that you've just yeah, cycled yeah, yeah, off yeah. it'll take fucking an hour yeah, to yeah, cycle yeah. one fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. egg off yeah so but it's better off not eating the egg don't eat the egg and then just I'll eat two eggs and don't think about it <laughs> <laughs> But it was that thing of now I'm in better habits. It slowed down a bit now. It was like, oh, you've lost whatever, 10 pounds, 6 pounds, 5 pounds, 4 pounds. Yeah. Now it's, it's down to a pound, pound, pound and a half, you know. All right. But it's, 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 it's leveled off a bit, but I'm still keeping up with the plan. I haven't gone back to my bad ways and stuff like that. Does so they come back to you now? Will there's they? talks of them coming back in January, but um, yeah. it is that thing of uh, I weigh myself on a Monday. Once I'm not putting on weight now, I'm better, but uh, yeah. I'm, I'm still... It's, it's almost like this week now is such a busy week I'm going oh you better not put on weight now when you wait well it'd be probably Wednesday morning or Tuesday morning by the time I, I get to weigh myself now but um, but it's the life on the road like and all that travelling it's pretty yeah, hard yeah, to get yeah. good food isn't it it's like, yeah and it, the, the worst one I remember I touring with Ed Byrne and Ed is quite thin yeah. and uh, we'd, go, we'd stop at a garage somewhere and there were literally no options and I'd go oh I'll mm. have a sandwich which would be you know mm. the best option Ed would get one of these horrible looking pies it's like like I remember looking at the gone disgusting looking thing but he'd take a bite or two and then like that's all he wanted oh yeah he... and I used to get so annoyed with him <laughs> <laughs> I had this thing about finishing my place yeah or finishing my food from when I was a kid yeah which I think is an Irish thing of well it's like the Irish thing of you'd never walk away from a half finished pint I mean that would yeah, be yeah, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's wrong with that fella <laughs> oh, that's yeah. me I'm off <laughs> uh, he'll be everyone back. in the pub goes quiet and looks he'll be back Jesus we should call the police Joe's gone missing (laughs) I remember seeing it in Spain when I was in Spain first time I'd ever gone to Spain and seeing the Spanish people walking away leaving half glasses of beer and I was like what the fuck's going on I I was telling the story just outside of my friend was in Barcelona Mm. and they were going to a party and Mm. he says oh we're going back to Sonsa's house for um, a party so he alright so we went to the supermarket and he gets a six pack Mm. and they go no 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 we'll buy our own drink you don't need to buy a drink for everybody (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm not yeah oh no the round is the worst thing though because I, I actually can't drink to, I'm a bit skinny you know and I get drunk very easily so if there's five people buying a round I'm fucked I mean yeah, I'm yeah. just gonna, I'm pissed like it is it's know. amazing that there's like I've friends from home there's comedians who go missing on rounds <laughs> no not looking there's no, they, but there's I fellas. have to go to the toilet no. Yeah, but there, I remember I was in Adelaide at the festival, and there was a group of us out, like loads of. Uh, so there was six of us out actually, because and uh, it came to the sixth round, and I was gone. I bet you he won't, you know, he'll go now or something like that. And he not he did worse than leave. Yeah, he said, "I'm going for a walk." <laughs> 
just come for a walk. Got up. And we were in a late bar in Adelaide, and he went. He went out, and I. I he just said it to me and one of the others, yeah. and I'm just going, "Oh God!" And right. then someone goes, "Oh, right, who's round is it?" And I went, "The fellow who went." And they were going, "Where's he gone?" I went, "He's gone for a walk," and it was just a, what? <laughs> is this a comedian? Yeah, You're not going to name. I can't. No, no, no. I'd love to. So but, I don't know uh, who it is. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm going to bring on second guest now. Are you enjoying this now? Are you? Are you really? Good. <laughs> well, prepare to have that change. Because <laughs> our next guest, uh, you see him, uh, he hosts Republic Telly and another program where he goes to America. But I can't remember the name of the program, so I haven't done that much research. So uh, <laughs> let's hear it for Kevin McGarn. Can you give him back? How are you, Joe? Yeah, how are you, Kevin? What is the crack? What yeah, is the, the name, the name of, the of the show? Is just Kevin McGarren's America. Ah, so Jesus! Yeah, you, you said all the words. Yeah, right. Just not yeah. in the right order. Yeah, it's good though. I like it. It's it, they're mental. They're a mental. Who Americans? Pile of people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have we any Americans in? No. Good. They're not going to own up. How we try and take over the podcast and bomb us or something <laughs> but I've seen the one uh, where you were talking to the girls who do uh, internet um, you know they make money don't pretend you don't know what it is Joe <laughs> some sort of exchange of sex for oh, money of some kind their asses uh, uh, some of the lads at work were telling me about it <laughs> <laughs> I actually do I get uh, spammed a lot by girls who want to re- re- requ- friend requests yes. on Facebook and then you look, and, and they're gorgeous. Do you still like, have the colour, She Joe? wants to be my friend. And then you look on her profile, and like she didn't exist until last week. Yeah, and, and you were doing and gigs for fags. Like, that's the <laughs> generation gap between you, this girl yeah. and you. No, she's not a real person. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I... That's your opinion, Joe. No, that's your opinion. <laughs> I, I actually had a conversation. I tried to le- uh, keep this girl talking to me, and I was talking about mad shit. Uh, like uh, she'd ask me what I was doing and I'd say oh I'm beheading my cat with a toothpick at the moment <laughs> and which takes a while she'd st- <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of, <laughs> lot of holes you have to make and, uh, I, I think that's because of the age profile <laughs> <laughs> like I get it I get those girls as well and it's that thing of oh, yeah, oh, yeah oh yeah and it's because um, you're well I'm in my 40s unmarried comes up on a thing and you could be targeted so mm. this girl and you go oh right and you go yeah post one picture mm. friends with three people there's one comedian who's friend always friends with them really I think he accepts everybody yeah it's kind of weird and yeah. all her friends are men they're always men yeah, yeah, just yeah. no women friends. dodgy women stay away from them women yeah. lads but they keep trouble. going for ages. I don't know if they understand English very well. Because, uh, like I was saying, oh, I'm how... in general like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I was trying to get money, money out of her eventually. I was trying to flip it, you know. Yeah, good man. Yeah. See how she likes it. <laughs> it's about time us men got our day in the sun. <laughs> so I was casually trying to drop in, like, what's your mo- mother's maiden name? And, uh, <laughs> what was your first pet? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, and uh, yeah, I told her I was sick and I needed six hundred euro. And, uh, she <laughs> and you're a Nigerian her? prince. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she left then. But she did say one thing. She said, uh, uh, "Do you like hot naughty sex girls?" Hot naughty. And I said, or "Yes, they're my favorite band." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> 
she stuck with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, but Anya, anyway, you were you were doing this episode where you were talking to girls who made money girls. out yeah. of uh, just like dancing around in front of a camera. Yeah, it's, for it's men who are watching, like on, obviously. Online stripping, I suppose. Would be yeah, the best yeah. way to explain it. Cam girls. Cam girls. Any called. of the lads know what cam girls are? Total fucking silence. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, but I thought it was really well done because I think sometimes uh, those programs like like Louis Theroux or whatever they they kind of take the piss a bit all the stupid Americans but you kind of did it you were just having a chat with them and they were like I suppose I'm not a very judgmental person because mm. I judge myself so harshly <laughs> um, so yeah I th- what are you going to say Carl? <laughs> Um, so yeah, I tried to be unba- I tried to be balanced rather, yeah, unbalanced and unbiased, you know. Um, so yeah, hopefully that came through. No, you know? it did yeah, and they were they were they were lovely gra- people, lovely That's girls, like, yeah. Americans, lovely girls, Americans, lovely, lovely, they're all lovely girls. <laughs> Americans individually are the nicest people in the world. It's just when they get together, <laughs> it's when they're trouble. Mm. Um, so yeah, they are very friendly people, but then like you'll be talking to one and they'll say something like, "Well, you know, Jews cause earthquakes," and you're like, "All right, you're mental. I can't <laughs> talk to you anymore." Like we are, we are mental in this country, but in a very, very friendly way. Yeah, uh, and like yeah. you, you can talk to any stranger at a bus in Ireland, and you kind of know what you're getting into. Yeah, it's every so often like you'll meet a total crazy bastard, but I met a guy, well, like, I met a guy in the pub once, and he was saying to me, "Talk about the financial crisis, which just happened." He starts explaining it, and I went, God, he's actually, he's clarified it, he's put it really Mm. cleverly. And I was like, oh, that guy knows his stuff. And I was kind of leaving, he goes, you're the comedian, aren't you? And I went, oh, yeah, I'm a a comedian. He goes, what do you think about what they did to Father Ted? (laughs) I thought he was saying, like, cancelling the show or something like that. And he was going, what do you mean? He says, Dermot Morgan, the Catholic Church killed him because he didn't like Oh, that's a good one now. I haven't heard that I'm one before. Walking away going, Thank God I didn't leave t- 10 seconds earlier because I walked over. That guy's fairly clearly. <laughs> God, you don't get too many Irish conspiracy theories. That's a nice one now. The Catholic Church. Would it be that organised that they could assassinate Dermot yeah. Morgan? Probably not. The other stuff they cover up first. Yeah, I think so. They've got a long list of shit before they get down to a funny priest. Dermot Morgan is the reasonable one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't molest anyone in that programme, as far as I know. But well, I think like they uh, like the Irish could never do. No, there was a girl on that program who uh, was dressed as a dinosaur. Yes, and not not a, not even a real dinosaur, like a kind a of knockoff car- Barney, knockoff Barney type mm, dinosaur. Like and she was Barney. using a vibrator. She was using a Hitachi vibrator. Oh, was it a Hitachi? Wow, Hitachis Jeez, don't just make diggers. Make. Uh, <laughs> they also make. I think apparently I was asking yeah. you one. I was like, how come we all have these Hitachis? And she said it was initially designed as a foot massager, oh, and yeah. then some ingenious little lassie just went mm, wait a minute <laughs> yeah and then it's like the most powerful or the most popular Doesn't vibrator in the states at the moment right yeah diggers and vibes and they, they never like they, they're reliable are they you wouldn't need yeah yeah, yeah you need to maybe put, have it, put a grease gun never halfway it there so often. <laughs> put it up change the oil yeah and, change the, yeah, the, the dipstick the fan belt yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, but the thing is that she could do that address the time so would I fucking you know, I think an Irish girl would just start laughing and going, I'm a, I'm a fucking idiot. What am I doing here? What has happened to my life? Yeah, I suppose we <laughs> are. Well, I think um, because it, this is such yeah. a small country, I think 
we as a nation behave as if we're a tiny town. Yeah. And we we are very worried about what the neighbours down the road or the neighbours in the county next door even think about yeah. Whereas Americans, I think they're more, and Brits as well, um, mm. the Brits don't invite all of their neighbours to their weddings. You know, yeah. they've got like, they invite but 15 people and that's it. That's all they need at a wedding. We invite 300 mm. um, because they'd be talking about us if we didn't. Mm. But um, yeah, over there, they don't really care what other people think as much. We're still very... Mm. I think you for the pressure of your upcoming wedding then <laughs> just set, setting you up yeah yeah Carl's been not invited <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, there you go are you two working together now on Republic of Italy uh, we work on the same program yeah yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say working, to, working at odds with each other almost <laughs> yeah so I did yeah no yeah. I, but I had worked on the show before I'd written gags for stuff like that okay no, I've delivered them, so they have to be better. <laughs> yeah, Carl was, he was writing <laughs> oh, yeah. dog shit jokes yeah, for other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the work in for them. yourself, yeah. yeah. My yeah. dad was impressed with you the other night. He rang. He? he said, he was like, he looked well, because we built a new set that looks like a newsroom, and Carl yeah. was wearing like, the braces. And he was like, he looked well as the newsman. He really now, he looked like one of them newsmen, I don't know what did he say, from Cagney and Lacey? Or uh, was there a newsman in that? There, no, there the, 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 the was a police show. I yeah. Some 80s. Lou Grant. Oh, fuck. was the, the look, I think. Oh, uh, Lou Grant from what? Uh, the Mary Tyler. What programme? Well, it started off in the Mary Tyler Moore show. Mary Tyler Moore show, that's what he said. Did he? There was a woman involved. How old is your dad? Well, the same age as me, probably. But, uh, uh, he was yeah. born in 1960. He's not uh, far off my age. You look great. Thanks very much. I have to say, do you know what you look like um, compared to your father, da- father demo days? Newsreader, no. you look like um, you know when they take an actor and they want to make him look older, so they just like grey up a little bit, but he still basically looks that's the same. Very, that that's great. fantastic. That's he looks the same as he did oh, in nineteen ninety six. Artificially aged. <laughs> I thought you were going to say inseminated. <laughs> so Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Flash so forward into the future. Right. Yeah, you look yeah, great, man. Fantastic. <laughs> no, no, I am uh, 53. Are you serious? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, uh, when I watch you up and coming comedians now, I, I just hope they're shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see any yeah. young, yeah, good no. comedians. No. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I feel the same. Yeah. Um, yeah, you see anyone coming up this younger than you, you're just like. God, I hope he falls in his arse. <laughs> well, but no one's interested in this. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, uh, it's like, who do you go to school with? <laughs> Have you had any, any questions? Uh, just in general, just about life or anything. Yeah, yeah, just what do you want to know? How to bleed a radiator? To, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where's the Carrig boy? Uh, there you go. I went out in Carrig one night. Is it the Ro- Rocky Robin or the Red Robin or what's that nightclub? Rocky Robin, that's some fucking hole of a spot. There was like four fights. Like in the at the one time simultaneously, that was a quiet night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was trying to. What's it called? The the Rock and Robin. Rock and Robin. Yeah. Rock and Robin. That's not. You would, that's that not, sounds like. A, that's yeah, like a, unusual yeah. name for a nightclub. You know, they're usually called Spanglers or Jupiter. Or my my dad um, saw that how much money was to be made in like junior discos. Oh yeah. People don't say junior discos anymore. Young people's nightclubs. Um, like with no drink sir. no drink just yeah. pop just pop and yeah. crisps and he was like god this looks hard handy uh, we could raise money for the football club so he rented out the um, the 
area, the community centre, and he got me, who was about 14 or 15 at the time, to come up with a name and a yeah. poster. So I wanted it to be cool, so I called it Mavericks. <laughs> which is, <laughs> looking back at now, the lamest name well, it's, for a Well, it was also a name for a product for calves. Do you remember? Maverick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking of the Mel Gibson film. <laughs> but uh, it was a total disaster. Everyone brought drink. Uh, like it, oh, was, it was like the, the security was so lax. There was just ex-footballers at the door. And uh, there was young lads. This young lad got into the... There was a car. Because it was in a town, and nightclubs are usually in the middle of a country, in the mm. middle of the country. So you can't mm. really go anywhere or escape. It's like Alcatraz. <laughs> Once you're in the nightclub, you're stuck yeah, there yeah, for the night. Not, yeah, you can't like, go to somewhere fun or down the road. You can't but go for a walk. This nightclub was right beside the school and the, the village and there was a car driving through the town and one of the young lads just hopped into the boot as it was stopped at the crossroads and like he was banging for ages. He was, <laughs> he was about 15 miles away before your man realised that, oh shit, I'm kidnapping a 15-year-old boy. <laughs> I was booked to do a uh, GAA club uh, near Virginia in Cavan. You're from Cavan, are you? Yes. And uh, he said it's going to be a beach night, uh, which means, I don't know, people turn up in, in swimming togs Just a tree. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it, I, it was in the middle of nowhere, and I, I wasn't driving at the time. I had to get a taxi there, which was costing me half the fee that I was meant to get. And I got there, and he had this massive gym with sand. He brought sand in all day. <laughs> From the and, local and a digger. DJ, <laughs> a DJ and just two fellas dancing in. This wow. massive gym. Oh, it was It's shit. a desert island. It's stuck <laughs> in a desert island, like two lads. He was devastated. First teenage yeah. school I was about 16, and there was, uh, there was a girl, she was in, in school with my cousin, and she asked, she was there, she said, oh, I can't find my friend, will you help me look for him outside? <laughs> and I was like, I oh, know, he's had to go outside. And we we're, were looking here. She said, no, we look outside. And the, the lads were telling me afterwards, like years later, she said, oh, you won? She said, do you know her? I said, oh, I met her years ago. Oh, she used to take guys outside nightclubs and suck them off. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? And she was like, oh, yeah, she was known for it. What? I was like, like, 10 years later, I found it. Still really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm angry now. <laughs> Well, she should have described what was going to happen. It's like, help me go outside. All right. Sorry, love, he's gone. Yeah, I think that was just bad advertising on her part. She could have been a bit clearer, the trade, trade's description. She's probably still there if you go back. No, she's a cam girl now. She's making money out of it, dressed as Barry the Dinosaur. I love you. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, no questions. I mean, no questions from the audience. You have no questions. Oh, we have a question. Come on, there. a question. Yeah. Yes, oh, we right. have. Yeah. Can, are you are you doing a hilarious Scottish accent, or are you actually from Scotland yourself, Joe? You yeah. can go first. You're Scottish. Yeah, I was there uh, last uh, uh, August, <laughs> and I was there two years ago in uh, the play, the Shawshank Redemption. I played. Uh, a fella in it. The wall. <laughs> <laughs> a fella in prison. Doesn't have many lines. I know. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I first met you. Oh. In prison. 
in the Stingy Pat McDonald. We're doing the Stingy Pat McDonald. The yeah. show with the, the band was it no reason. Yeah, we were the Pan Shop Boys. But yeah. yeah. Going, Hello. Yeah. Do you want to see some comedy? And I was like, I don't know. I know who you are. I got over to do the So You Think You're Funny, and you were like, Oh, sorry about that. It <laughs> <laughs> went from like, Hello, we like you. were flyer in the show to Oh, how are you? I was beaten by a guy. Never heard of again in that. In the, uh, in the So You Think You're Funny competition, which... Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Everyone but, makes you funny. That's the lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I met the Rubber Bandits flyer in there uh, two or three years ago, and they stayed in character as they talked oh, to me. Oh, you don't want to You know, so... I, I think should, we should have probably stayed in character yeah, as we talked. I to you. think yeah. their their character is very very similar to who they actually are. They don't even really see a distinction jumping back and forth. Yeah. It's, it's kind of just they have become their characters. Do you know? Well, I thought maybe they're posh or something. Not really. really? I mean, they're art school kids. Mm. They're posh for Limerick, which I mean, like <laughs> like Carl is posh for Limerick, you know. Right. But um, actually, but Scottish lady, I am uh, I am a quarter Scottish. I'm a quarter Ouija. Can I say I can say that because I'm one of them. Oh, you're one Ouija, of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ouija. What's, up, actually, what's up, my Ouija? When I was yeah. doing that play, I was I stay I play, I shared a flat with a guy called Dave Johns, who's a Newcastle comedian, and and like he got the main. Do you know that film I, I Daniel Blake? Yeah, that's Ken Loach film. Yeah, yeah. Fucking got the main part in that. I like he. No way. He's been on the. Do you know what? That's not really an honor. If you get a main part in a Ken Loach film, it's like there's something gone wrong with your life. It's like I want somebody who looks like they've really they've hit had rock a, a tough <laughs> life. Yeah. Apparently, he went to the first audition and he and uh, it went pretty well. And then he said to Ken Loach, "By the way, I, I forgive the accent. I love Billy Liar." <laughs> And uh, Ken Loach said, I, I didn't direct that film. And he said, I know, I'm just telling you, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I've, he, I, I've been looking at old Edinburgh pictures. That were, I found one recently, and it was, um, I took a, in the in the caves, there was kind of a nightclub after one of the caves, and I'm going, oh my God, there's Flight of the Concords, there's Dimitri Martin, John Bishop. Yeah, right. And it was literally after one of the shows, and it was just all these people. But the weird moment, you think when you do Edinburgh, it's like that thing of, oh, you're living with Dave Johns. I was living with Al Porter last year, mm. and, you know, he'll, he'll forget about us soon. But, yeah, <laughs> you, meet, you meet all these people. Like, I remember um, Zach Galifianakis presenting an Oscar to uh, Brett from Flight of the Concords. I think, I've kicked with both those people. <laughs> <laughs> and just the Oscar, it's that thing of just so far away from where you're at, you know, you're just thinking, so, but well, like it is weird. It's mad. it's mad when you kind of think just all these people that people don't, you know, just people go, oh, did you ever meet such a thing? Oh yeah, yeah, I lived with him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's that kind of. It's, it's that well, it is that weird thing when you're doing comedy because you'll all start up in this same small club, and some people will just go and become millionaires and yeah. multi, and, and others will be doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I bit my tongue. <laughs> I really wanted to say it. Like, <laughs> yeah. a comedian who um, he's won the title roles. I won't say he's in a sitcom with Jennifer Zamparelli, and he had he boasted to having a, a masturbated in my sister's bed. Um, it's burning with shade. <laughs> he used to boast about it for ages. Yeah. Until he met his future wife, and then I said, "Oh, we're telling you to tell." I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe well. I have to rewrite history. <laughs> 
Put that in the podcast now, will you? That's brilliant. That will be in. That will be the closing put it uh, in the description. bombshell. Yeah. yeah, I will put it in the description. Contains, <laughs> contains Find it. out that... Yeah. <laughs> Find out. <laughs> it'll be in the podcast, and then the the uh, star will get a hold of it, and it'll be the headline. Yeah. <laughs> Bernard O'Shea masturbates in... It was your sister's bed, was in, it? In unknown comedians' what, sister's bed. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's just the way the, the red tops work, Carol. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's unpersonal. Yeah. But you know, like people say these hurtful things and jokes, but there's, there's always a victim in the joke. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, that's what makes it funny. <laughs> Have I ever said anything? Yes. Oh. Don't, don't play this sad clown routine over this podcast. <laughs> They're working together. Anyway, uh, so uh, I think we're going to wrap it up there. I hope you enjoyed that. Do you want any more questions? Any more? That it? So, uh, thanks a lot. And give a round of applause for Kevin McGahorn and Carl Spine. Thank you. Can you that was a brilliant rehearsal. <laughs> Let's get the real audience in. go, Carl Spain, Kevin McGarren, two lovely chaps who uh, did the favour of doing that podcast for me and raised lots of money, helped me to raise money for the My Lovely Horse Rescue charity. As I was saying, yeah, I was listening to uh, Song Exploder and I discovered a band called Postal Service that had an album out ten years ago but I didn't know about it and uh, I've been listening to their um uh, album, but there's one song they cover which is unusual, which is against all odds or against the odds. Phil Collins song, which I wouldn't have thought was a great song or it was wasn't a song they like, but they do a great version of it and make and I realise now it's a great song. You know, against all odds. And take a look at me now, in just an empty space. That one, and yeah, it's good. So. Uh, oops, there you go. And I've also listened. There's little doggy dog. Hello. And uh, I also listened to uh, and Song Exploder, Johan Johansson, who did the music for Arrival. And Arrival the, is a great film. Just went to see it uh, recently. And I went to see it with my, my girlfriend. And we've been going out just not even, ooh, seven weeks. And um, I uh, was sitting, we were sitting, and the trailers came on. And a trailer for a film that I am in came on, and that was that was mad. Just for two seconds, my head was on the screen, and that wasn't planned. But I guess I suppose it's nice when you're going to bring your girlfriend to go see a film for the first time ever with your girlfriend. Well, not the first time. We did go to see a premiere of a film, but for the first time in a normal way. And the trailer comes on. I hope, hope she doesn't expect that every time we go to see a film now that she'll see a trailer of a of a film with me in the trailer. Maybe it's maybe yeah, maybe it's just high expectations. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> so uh, I. Um, uh, that's that's a film called South. Actually, I should tell you, and that's out in the cinema tomorrow and tomorrow is the 25th 
I'm, I want to say of uh, November and uh, I don't know when this will be going out but uh, I'll be in Glasgow in Malone's Bar tomorrow the 25th of November if anyone wants to just pop in to be kind of a fathery teddy night there and then I fly to London on Saturday and I'm going to interview Barry Glendenning who is a sports, sisters, a little sports editor so I'm, I want to say with the uh, Guardian and uh, has a wonderful podcast uh, uh, yeah, yes, you'll know him from the uh, football extra on the Guardian website. Um, and I'll also be doing a gig in Camden and Dublin Castle in the afternoon from uh, 4 till 7. And then I don't know what I think that night. I'll probably go over to the, the Clada Ring in Hendon and watch some music over there. Yes. That's what I'll be doing. I think Monday might be over there. So that's what I'm doing for the next flip right you are over off. Um, and uh, in the next week, I'll be in Lawler's Hotel on the 3rd of December in D- Dungarvan. Yeah, if you're down there, I'll be down there. Why don't you pop in and have a Christmas dinner? And, uh, and look at me and Patrick McDonnell. Why not? Why don't you? Yeah, flip in Egypt. And uh, also, uh, just in January, if you're around in Dublin, I'll be doing a regular Thursday night gig in the Mill Theatre in Dundrum. Yeah. So, uh, this uh, podcast is sponsored by Jack Cody's Beer. Wonderful beer that's brewed in the town of Drada. I'm almost in Drada now. I'm certainly beside the Boyne, and the Boyne flows through Drada, but not quite at this point, further down. It's a beer that uh, is especially uh, brewed with hops and barley, and the different brands called Smiggy, Smiggy, Duxy, yes, that's lovely, Hibernicus, which is a nice beer, and a Lazy Eye, very strong, and will actually give you a Lazy Eye. Uh, so I, next week I, I might put out Colin Mockery, who I interviewed also, uh, br- briefly, Ethical Festival, and of course Barry Glendening. I've got plenty of podcasts in my back pocket. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> anyway, thank you to everybody for subscribing. Please give me five stars. And um, if you don't want to give me five stars, don't give me any stars. Okay, and um, also I'd like to thank Daniel Rooney for the little bit of music that kind of has the reggae feel, which I use. And uh, thank you everybody who contacted me in the week and mentioned the podcast and retweeted it and uh, gave back some uh, critique critique or positivity uh, you're all very nice people and let's uh, let's all stick together here okay thank you I'll talk to you next week goodbye
Listen, if you're still living with bladder accidents, stop. It's time to get your life back. I was just like you until I found real relief with Axonix therapy. It's not a pill or a pad. It's a clinically proven advanced treatment. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com.